just different. What's happening, folks? Did you miss us? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is Irk and Jerk Sports. It's your boy Vinny B and your boy Big Tez coming at you. Um, we're Irk and Jerk Sports. I'm sorry we missed you last week. There was an ass whooping and there was a Christmas at the same damn time. It was a perfect storm. And I blame it on me. It wasn't Tez. It wasn't Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I said, fuck that part. <laughs> I ain't got time to be talking about that shit. We gave up 700 yards in the first half. I ain't got time to be talking about that. We didn't have too many games yes, where we talked is. about L's. And that was the most embarrassing L of the year. So, we're back this week. Um, Keith is out right now. He had a little um, medical issue. So, you got us because we wasn't going to stop the show. One um, wonderful monkey is not going to stop that show. So, anyways, uh, we we will be remiss. It is Monday evening, and we will be remiss to talk about what has just happened on the field today. Um, Damar Hamlin. As we were about to start the pod, we got news that DeMar Hamlin was having a medical emergency. And um, there, the, the details are vague, but um, DeMar Hamlin was making a tackle. He got up and fell out and was carted off. Um, the, the players on the Buffalo Bills were... Um, they were distraught, and I, I don't know where we go with this, but I've never seen the NFL cancel a game before. So for that to have happened, this is not your regular medical emergency. So, Tez, what, what, what would you say about this before we start the regular pod? Um, well, first off, I'm praying for, uh, the brother Hamlin and his family. Um, from what I was reading, I believe his mom was in this, in attendance for the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm praying that, you know, we can have some good news from this. Um, just off of the instant replay that I saw, the only thing that I can think of that would make my man cripple like that is I believe when Higgins hit him you know, head on, like, cause it, it was Higgins's helmet hit him first. I'm, I'm kind of guessing that maybe Higgins cracked my man's sternum because mm-hmm. of the way, the location of what it is and how fast Higgins was going. I mean, but ladies and gentlemen, that's just me speculating just from what I see. Um, but man, I mean, cause the, cause the thing is in, in real time, it didn't look like a, a hard, like hit. It didn't seem like a malicious play. Yeah, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't a helmet to helmet. It wasn't anything like that. But when they slowed it down, just for me looking at it, that's kind of the view I saw. And I know when you crack somebody, when you crack somebody's sternum, like, you know, people, they they drop from that. So 
I mean, I'm praying for the brother. I hope, I hope to God, man, because, you know, we, we got the news. They was doing CPR on him for 10 minutes, man. That's mm-hmm. a long time to do CPR, um, being CPR trained. Like, you know, they, they, they take, they teach you a few things and, but Jesus, I just, I, I just pray for the brother and I pray for his family, man. So that's all I really got right on, on that. Cause From where we have at nine twenty Eastern time, which is about 40 minutes um, from when we are recording. Um, Joe Daneman from Fox 19 states, I'm told Damar Hamlin has a pulse, but is not breathing on his own. He is being transported to UC uh, Medical. So um, about time you guys listen to the pod, we will know what is going on. But right now we kind of, I just want to give our thoughts and prayers before we start our pod, um, because like I said, I've never seen this before. Um, They don't cancel NFL games and the NFL game, this important, this, this has to be something um, past your, your regular emergency um, in the game. So thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin. Okay. So now to, our game. Can you give us a tail of the tape, Tez? Um. So I mean, if any of y'all were watching, I'll keep it brief because it was a uh, probably the second relaxing game we've probably had the whole season, mm-hmm. right? So this was probably the most um, relaxing. Th- but yes, the most relaxing, but the second mm-hmm. relaxing game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tale of the tape, I'm going to keep it real simple because after the second quarter, it's pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. But uh, first quarter starts out, um, Justin Fields does what Justin Fields does, and he runs kind of like hog wild. He takes the first possession. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he had a, I think, a 30-yard run. Hold on, give me two seconds because I, uh, I, I was not prepared. It'll take me just a couple of seconds. All right. So, um, Chicago gets the ball. They open the game um, on a nine-play, seventy-five-yard uh, touchdown uh, scoring run, where uh, uh, Justin Fields connected on a thirteen-yard touchdown pass to Cole Clement. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we could have had them in three and out, but it was aided by a defensive penalty by shockingly our boy Jerry Jacobs, who mm-hmm. we will see next year. We'll talk about that later. But <laughs> uh, Jerry Jacobs, uh, he made the. Uh, he made the penalty, but I mean, you know, it was aided by that. And it's just like, all right, okay, cool. They go down, they score a touchdown. Cool. But we get the ball right back. Nine plays, almost mere identical. We we it was nine plays, 75 yards, 409. They went 406, but we uh-huh. scored touchdown. Um, capped off by, if I'm not mistaken, that was a Brock Wright pass. Uh tight end who? Uh Brock Wright. Who is that? Brock Wright. Yes, Brock Wright. He scored uh hey, that's crazy how it flipped weeks. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, we're going to talk about that. I'll pause. Yeah. I was in person for the other ones, but anyway, we'll talk about that next. But anyway, so at this point, we're a tie ball game, 7-7. Next series, they go seven plays, 70 yards, and this is where um, um, Justin Fields scrambles for 60 yards. Like The first quarter, we kind of were up for pause because Justin Fields had, if I'm not mistaken, a hundred yards in the first quarter. He was running hog wild. 
he was hog wild. But on this drive, this this actual drive, he got hurt. He hurt, I believe, his mm-hmm. right hip. So the mm-hmm. whole rest of the game, he was not the same, right? Mm-hmm. So, but at this at this point, they get down to the goal. We 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 stop them on fourth down, and I mean third down, and they are forced to uh, kick a field goal. So they're up ten to seven at this point. Uh, we get the ball back next. Uh, we proceed to drive it uh, six plays, seventy five yards, with a DeAndre Swift touchdown from um, run. Um, as we were all texting each other, Vinny jinxed. Every time here here's something behind the scenes. <laughs> this is the reverse jinx. Like, like every time, every ladies and gentlemen, every time Vinny talks shit about DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift has a game. So I might need Vinny to just talk shit about DeAndre Swift. Hey, I said rest, it in the like, chat at least one it. more game. Look, I look, said he this said, dude said, ain't shit after he scored a touchdown. Dude, and then and then we'll, we'll hey we'll touch on it later because he went he he heard that comment but anyway at that point we go up fourteen to ten we we uh we exchange three punts then we get the ball back here with a nine play sixty three yard touchdown uh this is when Brock Wright comes up and we jump up twenty one to ten uh next we have uh oh mind you after the uh. Justin Fields decided to run buckle. I think it was like a buckle two in the first quarter. Uh, first mm-hmm. quarter, our defense did this crazy thing. They put all the young guys in, and all the young guys decided to go ape shit, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't see the game, uh, Houston, Pascal, Hutchinson, uh, all went ape shit. So um, the next play, they uh, three plays, twenty three yards, ended with a Justin Fields sack fumble by our man Justin Houston, who which was later picked up by Aiden Hutchinson. We get the ball back, drive it down 46 yards and get a field goal. We go up 24 to 10. Then the next, the the exact next play, we rush nobody, drop everybody back, and uh, Vinny's boy, Aiden Jesenson, yes. intercepts the ball. He is the only, the only player since, I think, 91 to have seven and a half plus sacks, three interceptions, and two fumble recoveries in a season. So... We'll talk about that later, but I'm, I'm not going to try to jinx the man because he is uh, he's out here balling. So we enter halftime 24 to 10. We're feeling good. We're feeling great because we're getting the ball back right after the half uh, ensues. Uh, we get the ball back and just like clockwork, six plays, 75 yards, capped off with the two yard Jamal Williams touchdown, which he is six yards away, ladies and gentlemen, from a thousand yards mm-hmm. and 250 G's. I believe he's probably going to get that next week. But anyway, that's one of his incentives for uh Getting to yes, that grand right. mark, yep. Uh, we hold. Uh, I mean, the rest of the the rest of the game is just, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it, it's kind of like like I said, it's relaxing because we hold them two or three and out. We uh we proceed to go seven plays, ninety two yards, which this drive proved the most to me about this Lions team. We had a third and eighteen, and DeAndre Swift rips off thirty one mm. yards. Then the ensuing play. Jamo rips off 40 yards. And can we talk about we, how fast Jameson Williams looks? Well, bro, because here's the thing. Golf was down there waiting to block and Jamo passed him. Yes. That's his, how fast he, he is. seemed like he was in regular motion as everybody else was in slow motion. Watching him run, and he so he doesn't look tall. But he he glides, 
And I didn't watch, so I watched the highlights of Alabama games, but I don't, I never watched Alabama games. And to watch him live with the ball is, it's different. Like he moves, he glides through players as they aren't, they won't catch him. So as he gets acclimated with the offense, I want to talk about this in the offseason, but he's going to make it tough for Shark to stay on the team with another contract. I got you. I got you. And then later, so we will talk about that later on um, because that'll be more draft talk and and offseason talk. But to see the potential of his speed, I haven't seen that speed since Megatron. Like, just. That's different. Like just looking at it, like, oh, that's that's not regular. Yeah, and so that was on the reverse. On, it, it was on the yeah. reverse. Yeah, he was fifteen yards be, behind the line of scrimmage, getting the ball, and took off, and nobody was even close to him. First, I want to give a shout out to Panay Sewell out there, forty yards down the field, pancaking somebody. Like our our uh, our young players. When you say they put all the young guys in. They put them in for a reason. Uh-huh. Our young players are some dogs. Yes. And it is so good to see because when we were good, like 15, 14, like we were good by the grace of God. Like it was like, wow, we actually did it. Now you can see, oh, this team is not built on, on a deck of cards. And it is so, it is so good to see. Yeah. So, but, um, Back to the tail of the tape, and I did just realize that was actually the first drive after the half. Mm-hmm. So what we were just talking about, I jumped ahead of uh, a drive. But that uh, drive, we went up 38 to 10. That was a pretty methodical drive that capped off with the swift uh, the swing pass. That's the one where it had the uh, the fake uh, screen and then the mm-hmm. underground screen. Yeah. So, yep. So Swift uh, heard uh, Vinny because Vinny was still talking shit at that point. I was. Gentlemen. But anyway. He was. So we I, ended I, I up going up 30. Love. Yes, we ended up going 38 to 10. Um, and the rest of the game was pretty mundane. Punts, 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 downs, downs, a field goal here. And we ended the game 41 to 10. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is probably the most uh I think we stopped texting after we went up 38 to 10. We kind of started yeah, talking we about could, the we, couple we of games. Yeah, we could go and enjoy life. We, 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 yeah, we kind of started talking about, like, the, the playoff scenarios at that point when we had a mm-hmm. 38 to 10. So, you know, great game all around. Great bounce back game by our Honolulu Blue and Silver Warriors. Um, yeah, man, it was, it, was, it was a phenomenal game to watch. So, um you know, that's kind of all I got as far as the game recap. What you got up here, uh, Vinny? So I would like to say, I want to first say, Justin Fields is a phenomenal quarterback. Yes. Running. He had seven yards passing by halftime. And I, my, my boy, my, my best friend, Keith, is scared to death of Justin Fields. Chicago is on their way of destroying this man's career if they don't do something mm-hmm. this this uh, offseason because he has no help. Our, our defensive line is getting their shit together. However, we're not seven sacks good. We we are not that good because with a mobile quarterback and Justin, I mean, um, 
Jalen Hurts, we ain't look like that. We didn't even look like that in the in the first. They have no depth, and that's that's our that's their problem, not ours at all. However, mm-hmm. they have to do something, or they're going to be the doormat for a while. Um, and you look you act like that's a bad. You, hey, you can't threaten. No, you you time. no no. I just want to give 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 praise to um, Justin Fields and his running ability because when he takes off, he is J Mo, who can play a little bit of quarterback. Because when he gets in the open field, there's no catching him. He's mm-hmm. running no. past. Oh man, he's that running past. Yard run, bro. He's oh man. I when I he like, took off, I was like, oh no. And he was at the line of scrimmage, and I said, oh no, because you could see <laughs> the opening, yeah, he, and I was like, nobody's about to catch this dude. So so yeah. just to see that, that's the only part that gives me pause for Chicago. However, um, I don't think they have the team built around them, and they can have $130 million. You're you're gonna take a lot of swings just like Jacksonville did uh this past offseason because they had all the money. Yeah. Um yeah. they're gonna take a lot of but swings. You start, hey, but you see what Jackson like Jacksonville is in a playoff game against the Titans, like this coming Saturday. No, they, they are Saturday. but they also yeah, so. they also you got a coach Everflus that is not Jacksonville's coach who has a Super Bowl ring. Um, and you also oh, yeah, Doug Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, Doug Peterson has shown he can get get the get the pieces together. But also, you got a brand new GM. You don't know if they're gonna have a Brad Holmes type. You will hope they will hope that they got a Brad Holmes type GM. But you for for all intents and purposes. They don't have it until they can show it. And their draft is not looking like our draft did, um, their past draft. So um, for, for Chicago's fate, um, they can hope. However, $130 million, they can hope that they can pick right. But they need to to figure out what they're going to do with their quarterback or they're just going to waste that talent. Because for all intents and purposes, Justin Fields, he has – some special abilities. However, Man, if you put like like just just daydreaming, if you put him on the 49ers, mm, mm, mm. they picked wrong. Put they, him on there now. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you put, oh look, that's nasty. Bro. Oh. Anyway. Uh yeah, what we got nasty. up next. So you, and, you and I do, just wanna I just wanna shout out if we do make the playoffs, there will be no more Minnesota game. Just to to shout that out. So if we make the playoffs, we're going to Levi Stadium. So shit, I'm cool. I'm cool with this warm. It's better than man, what I had to that's, do. That's that's a bad matchup. Because we can't stop a wet rag running the ball. Man, and they man. run the ball better than anybody in the field. However, we're going to get to that. But I do want to. I would be remiss to talk about last week's game. Because first of all, the NFLPA is talking about the field conditions in Carolina. You were there Bro, last week, and we no. didn't get to talk about it. You went, you were, you live in Charlotte, and you were at that game. Let us know how it was on the frozen tundra. Like so, so first, like, and 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 this is gonna be funny to anybody who listens to this. I'm from Detroit, born and raised. 
it was cold as fuck. <laughs> and 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 that's me like like underestimating how cold it was because the thing is down here if the sun shine, it don't mm-hmm. be that bad. But the mm-hmm. way I don't know how it was like an overcloud, like an overcast. So the sun was only peaking at like a certain part of the stadium. So where I was sitting at, and I I shared it with the guys, I had a great like the seat that I was looking at, like I saw the whole lion sideline. I was on the other side and I saw like diagonal to the to the field. So it was a great view by all means. But the wind was running. Like we even get to the stadium. And like I was, t- I, you know, I took my grandfather, my cousin and my wife, you know, we went out for, you know, the New Year's Eve game and whatnot. And and even like right the road right in front Christmas of us. Eve, right. Yeah. Christmas Eve. The road right in front of us. We had a, ha- a, a rival family. It was half of it was Lions fan. The wife and the other son was Panthers fan. So I'm mm-hmm. high fiving the dad and the one little kid right in the row in front of me. So I'm geek. But when I saw the team run out. It didn't look right. Like they, they, they really didn't feel like they needed to be like they weren't. The team that I I see on Sundays wasn't the team I saw on that Saturday, mm-hmm. mainly because I think like the conditions were like I said it was atypical. Like you'll never like even, I've been down here. I visited Carolina during Christmas. I've lived down here during Christmas. I've never experienced a twenty degree day in charlotte so the fact that it happened was an anomaly in and of it's the coldest game in charlotte's history right Mm -hmm. but like you could just tell like one the one thing brought to the team you know brought to the side like you know we really did miss deshaun elliott that game 100 Mm percent like sean elliott is a is a hammer period but you can see because i was doing the numbers right they they got three six in the first half like like almost four hundred yards on in the first half, it was like three sixty, three sixty in the first, bro. And then when the field leveled out, we only gave up two hundred, and we outscored them in the second quarter. So when you sent me that, like because I was saying, I was like, bro, this don't look right. When you sent me that, they asked for a delay. That let me know, like Carolina knew what was up. Yeah, like I think they had been practicing on that hard ass field. Like granted, look. I'm not making excuses for my boys. They should have came out mm-hmm. and won. They like came that on the same. They on played the, goal the same line. field as as uh. That's what Dan Campbell as, said. We played on the same field. Like, they played. We on. played the same field, but I can guarantee you, it had the Carolina Panthers and and the NFLPA like if they would have postponed that game, we would, it would be this Sunday would really be like a winner take all, mm. without nobody having to worry about like. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, if the Lions win, they in. If the Packers win, they in. Like mm-hmm. Seattle would be like obsolete at that point. So, but I mean, neither here nor there. We lost the game. I mean, we took. Well, I'm gonna take the lump, but it was real frustrating to see like my team come down here and they were like a shell of what I saw like the previous six weeks. It was like a I hate that team. the game that I saw in person, the game you saw in person, was two of the three worst games. They played this year. Yeah. They played Bro. terrible in Dallas. They played terrible in New England. They played terrible in Carolina. You went yeah. to Carolina game. I went to Dallas game. They played terrible. I hate that. However, and then what is... makes me even more mad is that that then Carolina dropped the egg against old ass Tom Brady, bro. Like that's that's hey, the, Tom that's Brady, the thing Tom that Brady, Brady looks, though. But he hadn't Tom Brady the whole 
year, and then they let him come back at the. Well, anyway, I'll get. I'll. I'll Tom like, Brady had four hundred twenty-five yards. However, I just wanted to talk because we didn't get to talk about that game last week, and you were there, so I wanted to give that that special. All right, thanks for making re- me relive that nightmare. I appreciate. Hey, it. hey, it, it lives in the back of my mind, so I just wanted to say that. However, in my mind, who does live in the front of my mind is where are you at with QB seven in the whole NFL, Jared JG Goff. First of all, I have to ask this every week now. If I see another fucking mock draft, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, because I usually don't curse. If I see another fucking mock draft with us drafting a quarterback, I'm going to freaking go blow that damn mock draft up. Because I'm like, he is he not great on the road? He can't do anything more. But he exactly like he literally is the epitome of what this OC is. Mm-hmm. Like there's a like there are there are certain like quarterback OC combinations that are like perfect for like it's just like you know like like a warm blanket on a freaking cold day like you know what you getting the minute you get up under that blanket that's mm-hmm. what golf is with Ben Johnson and the fact that bro he's got four thousand yards that's like forty two like, get give me that love forty three ninety three. But go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know about the decimal motherfucker, but he's got <laughs> he's got that many yards. Like, what more? Do, like, he's like, what you say? Like seven, right? Number seven. Like, yeah, as far as seven. yards, totally He's seventh. He's better than twenty five other teams. You really yeah. mean to tell me he's the issue? No, like he's mm-hmm. like I said, him the OC. You know, north, south, east, west. I pray to God Ben Johnson don't feel like going nowhere else. Mm-hmm. But if we get another solid year with him too, I, look, man. I look, he like I said, so long because we got him on the hook for next year, right? Uh huh. Oh, he's twenty four. Twenty four. Oh, twenty four. Yeah. Oh, man, y'all look. We need to. Never mind. I'm not even going to tell you what we need to do. But Jared got. Yeah, we'll talk problem. about that. That's later. where I stand. That's why Jared Goff, I I appreciate the continuity of Jared Goff. Um, he Ben Johnson is making Jared Goff as much as Jared Goff is making Ben Johnson because Jared Goff is the consistent, like calming hand. He's not a gunslinger. He gonna get the job done, and he wants to be here. That means a lot for Detroit because Detroit is not a place where people, it's not a destination place, but the city embraced him as much as y'all motherfuckers want to hate on this man. He is holding it down for the city. He's what's, what's the uh, man of the year award? Walter Payton, 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 Payton man of the year award. He's the Detroit lions representative. He holds it down for the city. The city needs to start holding. He's not Matthew Stafford, but at the same time, Matthew Stafford was a boomer bust. I loved Matthew Stafford when he was in Detroit. However, dude threw interceptions. I ain't gonna hold you up. Dude, golf threw don't turn the ball over. He do golf not. He, you outside can't. of that Dallas game, he yes. did have a game where he turned it. Like he's not a turnover machine. Like the Dallas game was a fluke game. Yes, every other game. He didn't turn the ball over. 
And that's that's the point where I'm trying to make where that man is not losing you the game. Now he he's not Mahomes where he's gonna go take the game, but he's not gonna lose it for you. And when they say it gets on my nerves when they say that if you put the right pieces around him, then he can win. What quarterback doesn't like what quarterback when Matthew Stafford didn't have a team? What did he do? Like you're acting like Matthew Stafford didn't have a team, so but he still was winning. No, when we didn't have a team, Matthew Stafford sucked. But when he got a team, that's when he went and won a Super Bowl. Now that team was stacked where they pushed all their chips for Matthew Stafford because they saw that they were winning. When they put all those chips in, they won the Super Bowl. But now look where they are because they pushed all their their future in on that on that stack. So now. The whole team is injured, and now we're going to get a top 10 pick from the from the Rams, and we'll talk about that later. However, JG is not the problem, and I just want to make sure every podcast, we let y'all know that he is not, because I argue on Facebook, and I put it on there subliminally that um, all these JG stats, because people hate all the time about JG, but he is not the problem. Like I said, he's not going to go grab the game, but he is not going to lose it for you. I think the biggest thing is because people are spoiled with uh, Stafford's cannon. No, they were. So, so, so let me, let me ask you this. Matthew Stafford went and got you games at the end of the game. However, Mm -hmm. who put us behind with interceptions in the second, third quarter? Oh, 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 it was, it was MS9. We know it. Yeah. So, so when. It's like I think. Look, I'm I'm just looking at the microcosm, right? I'm thinking about the people who are like, well, he underthrows people. Like, no, he does not have a sexy arm cannon like Pat Mahomes. But you mm-hmm. know what he does do? He puts the ball like th- those those intermediate short to mid range joints. He mm-hmm. puts them things on a button and like a no pillow too. They're not yeah. breaking any fingers. Exactly. So his his game is moving the ball methodically. It's not the big sexy play. And then, like, maybe down the line, if we do decide to, like, replace him, because, I mean, every quarterback will need to be yeah. replaced, then we'll find someone who can take advantage of a Shark or a mm-hmm. um, a, a mo like, right? But so long as we have an OC who's creative to do reverses and utilize his speed, like, he will never not go – he will never go hungry, right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This is like, hey, he'll get his touches. So – with golf, and if I'm not mistaken, I don't think I've wavered on MCDC outside of one week. I think it was one week where I was like, eh. Hey, that, that, like, when, we, when we made it all over one and six, we were like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, we was like, we was like, <laughs> but, but he, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of going off topic, but his coaching staff, what they've been able to instill within the players the confidence in the game plan, the confidence in everyone's role is what I I'm valuing the most because mm-hmm. like, you got to think about it, bro. At one to six, we was not thinking of a playing game in, 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 in Lambo, bro. We have running territory now. Like bro at all. So, and then the thing is we kind of predicted six, seven wins. Oh, I said seven wins all day. So we are like, you know what I'm saying? So the ter- the territory we're at is well above schedule, like well ahead mm-hmm. of schedule. We mm-hmm. are on the right track. So 
like, you know, no matter what happens, and my God, I told you in the group chat, like, us going to Sunday night was, I freaking hate that. But anyway. Hold on, why why, why you hate it? You want all our games to be at 1 p.m.? Bro, I, first of all, the only reason Sunday night is because for the that's the only reason, winning get in for Green Bay. Like, right? (laughs) But hold on, where's the media darlings? Bro, don't nobody like oh the grits of they, Green Bay. They, hey, first of all, how many times have you anticipated John Wick four? I know I've anticipated a bunch of times because that's his alter ego. Yeah. It's John Wick, bro. Like everybody's <laughs> his alter ego is a bum in San Francisco, <laughs> which he will be. Like that oh, man is a whole homeless man alter ego. Nah, what that? Like I, I agree, but it, yeah, but anyway, he, enough of them. But hold on. So well, I, I'll just say this: If Green Bay win, they go to playoffs, and then go to Levi Stadium. How many times did this, uh, San Francisco didn't put him out of playoffs? I, I can't even count no more. A bunch. Oh, yeah, no, a bunch. Like like when they was a uh, fourteen and two, I think San Francisco put them out. Yeah, they always put yeah, them out. Like a one seat. Yeah, yeah. They can put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the center and beat Green Bay. Like it. It makes no sense. However. I need to get my weekly, and I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a sound bite for this. Um, oh, hot fell. Hey, oh, did you see my text messages? Because that's who we got to. Did you see he fell down? He dropped a couple passes. I was like, Where's Oh no, I didn't see that. Reply to none of the bro. You wouldn't reply to none of the text. I was like, Hawk fell down. Hawk dropped a pass. <laughs> that man who needs Hawkinson? Who need that man? We our tight ends have six touchdowns in the last three weeks. Listen here, Keith. You're not here tonight. However, I want to let you know we got a second round pick for TJ Hawkinson. God bless his soul. I hope he get his money. But I don't our three tight ends who what is it? One was a UDFA, two was a UDFA, and one was a fourth round pick. No, no, no. Mitchell was a Mitchell was third round fifth. pick, fifth round yes. pick. So we got a fifth yeah, round Joseph pick and two UDFAs. Got six touchdowns. Uh, listen, listen here, listen here. I was not keen on the Hawkinson pick because he was a first first round pick. Tight ends aren't valued at a first round pick, let alone a top ten pick. That was my whole that was my whole dilemma. But if you're gonna get us a second round pick for your ham sandwich and ass, then thank you, Hawk, for getting us a second round pick. Because now we got five picks in the first three rounds. Hey, however, they, they, look uh, on the Minnesota side though, they're writing all these articles about that's the best midseason trade. I bet they are up. There's like it frees up Jefferson and Hawk is like or or hot gets free and he becomes like the second target in the receiving game and I'm like it don't matter if he's falling down and dropping shit it's like he's it, the it second really he's the second in progression because Thielen is 74 years old like listen <laughs> there's Jefferson Thielen and Hawkinson Thielen is on his last leg and Jefferson is a monster I'm not going I ain't going to hate on that man However, oh, no, he a grown. And no matter what, like no matter what happened in Green Bay, because Green Bay, like Alexander, 
Alexander shadowed him that whole night. And he talked shit before the game. That's why I don't never believe in I don't never believe in bulletin board material. They get up past a regular human to play football. And that man talked shit and said, Come. What you did on the first time we played was a whole fluke. He told him to his face. And what'd he do? Shut he he elbow dropped his ass in Green Bay. (laughs) Jefferson had like 17 yards. 15. And it, one, 15. One 15. No, I'm sorry. I gave him too many yards. So, yes, he told him what you he, – he he was who he thought he was at that point. However, Hawkinson is doing better in Minnesota. But our three – count them, three players that can be Hawkinson without the draft value, I would take over Hawkinson. So – 100%. Hundred percent. So I, I that's why I always talk about it, and Keith didn't understand because I didn't want him as the pick. So I was always going to hold him to a standard because if you're drafted that high, you have to be Kelsey because Kelsey wasn't drafted that high. You had yeah, to be Kittle rounder. because Kittle wasn't even drafted that high. So with that being rounder, said, yeah. if you are not going to give me that draft value, I'm gonna hate your ass the whole time you're here. And that's where we were with Okuda. Like, I don't, it ain't the player, it's the draft value because we need, Brad Holmes is showing you what draft value means. You can't tell me. And and, and Keith always talks shit about uh, hot, I mean, Hudson, but he knows what it is. When you get drafted that high, I need production off the bat. And Hutch is giving you draft value off the bat. If you can redraft that draft, who going number one? James Houston. <laughs> hey, I didn't even get to that point. James Houston has 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 played eighty seven snaps. By the way, they talked about it today. I think I think he's cracked a hundred. But dude, you sure? Because I, I listened to a pod today. They said he had eighty seven snaps. Bro, he was just at eighty the last time when he had a uh, well, he had thirty three snaps this past game. Even if you've so cracked he's over 100, they said so his 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 rush value, his rush percentage is 24%. Bro, 24% thing, pressure. That is that is wild. That you don't bro, get that high. But, no, but but he that in homes we trust. What's the but he's where, he's eating going? he's eating off hot. I mean, a hutch. He's eating off hutch because they don't want to see that man. So but, he's going to get single. He's going to get single coverage. But but did you see what he he went on the on the sack where he folded uh, uh fields with the O lineman? Oh did yeah, he low he got with a, with, his, with the with, tackle with his O lineman. Yeah, like bro. Yeah. Did you see how like low he, he was though? Oh bro, they said he, he bit, was shit level. At, he wasn't even knee level, <laughs> bro. I don't even know so how you stand stand up still. But but that's what I'm saying. Like he is a freak of nature. But if we were to redraft, like trust me, like nobody know, like quote unquote, nobody knows about Houston outside of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Hutch is going to Jacksonville. Hutch is no Hutch is definitely going to Jacksonville. And then we're, we and then we probably we take we get tips. And and tips. No, we take tips. Is huh? I take. Oh, if you can read. Uh, oh, if I'm taking. Bro, I would, I would take. I tips. would throw. Bro, oh okay. Just just humor me two seconds. Uh-huh. Okuda Sauce Jacobs. Where's a Rurier? Where like we're not we're not complaining. We're not. But we, we you are not so you're only as good as your defensive line lets you be, 
And the Jets have a good defense line because you can have the best defense line in the world, but you give a quarterback eight seconds, he's going to pick you apart. But, but the only thing we don't have is Hutch. We still got Houston. We still got Aquora, assuming that he doesn't get hurt. We still but have that Pascal. Been we still season. have McKeel. We still have Hutchison, Jesuson. We like, like, no, like you're, you're saying we wouldn't have had Hutch. That's what yeah, I'm we, saying. The only person we wouldn't have is Hutch, right? But take he's sauce our best Thibodeau. defensive player. But you're replacing him with a, you're replacing, you're replacing him with what a shutdown corner, and then all you have in, in assuming Okuda's the other shutdown corner. The only thing you have to worry about is a slot. And guess what? We got burned the whole year by having African Toast and his counterpart in the slot. Man, we had to hey. We're gonna hold that offline. too. We're gonna hold that. No, no, that ain't even offline. That's off season talk. Yeah, all um, right, cool. That that we'll 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 revisit that. But I I feel that you so I I I, I hold all of that because I had yeah. a question that they were talking about on Twitter. Would you take just two corners or two DBs in the first uh I posted round that to now. you too. I oh, that, okay, that, yeah, so that, that must be you too. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that later. However, we're still in uh 2022-2023 um season. Where are we with the playoffs? Well, I mean, I you you know me, I'm the scenario king. Playoffs. I'll be I'll be I'll be, I'll be like I'll be like this is what we got to have. Now, we actually have to root against our own interest this week. Man, life in rooting <laughs> like it sucks. It this sucks. sucks. Like so ladies and gentlemen, here's the scenario for the Lions if you, you don't know. The Lions need to get a dub in Lambeau, but then also we need Baker Mayfield and the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Seattle Seahawks in order for us to get in. So in order for us to get a worse initial pick on our – so we'd go from like 17 or 18 to like 20-something. We also need the Rams to lower their pick, which would go from like 7 to like 8 or 9. So stupid. If they were to win like, that we game. can't, we can't so, win. There is so an L we, in everything. So, so we go to the playoffs. Our draft stock, our draft stock on both picks are worse. We lose. I mean, yeah, it sucks. But our draft stock is better. Like by all means, it's like, what's the trade off that you would be happy with? Like to me personally, I God. I don't I care, man. Because it's Green no Bay, I, I want to be in the playoffs, man. I want, yeah. I want to be in the playoffs. And fuck because... Green Bay, no matter what, I want to yes, beat their exactly. ass. And exactly. I heard on so... the DLP, he said, I, "I forgot my man name on DLP Detroit Lions pod." I listen to that every week. He said, "To be the man, you have to beat the man." And there was will MCDC, be nothing wasn't it? better. Well, no, no. MCDC said that he would like. Or actually, MCDC said that. Actually, I take it all back. They did the um, press conference and on DLP. Now, he said, MCDC said, you have to beat the man. If you want to beat the man, you got to beat the man. So there will be nothing greater than to play Aaron Rodgers and his crib and beat him after all the shit. That he's talked about the Detroit Lions. Um, today he was a little bit nicer in his press conference, saying that we've had to play them at the end of the season a few times for the division. So this isn't new to him, but it's new to our new team. He said, "But they are not the same 
old lions. That came from Aaron Rodgers. Wait, he mama. said that? He said they are not the same old lions. So I respect that, but fuck him at the same time. Um, I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I wish he would get out of our division. I hope he's unhappy. But he signed that that contract, which will keep him here for another couple of years. Um, but that team has run its course. It's like a bad marriage. Um, they're just in it for the kids. So I just <laughs> I just I, I need that to be over. I'm tired of my whole life um having to watch Green Bay be good when they don't need they don't deserve it. They don't deserve their their fans are spoiled. They've they've taken Detroit Lions fans because I know so many Packer fans live in Detroit because we've sucked. And we don't have any any hope as they think. But this is a new regime, the brand new lions, as McAfee yes, says, sir. the brand new lions. So I will definitely uh, be rooting for the L for the Packers, and I need that. I need that. I need that win. I need that dub from Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't think anybody wants to see Seattle in the playoffs. Like no, all the yeah, people, I, bro, in I told Seattle. you, like they they run, they they have a running squad. Like if, if so long as Geno can get them running, bro, because K nine and Dallas, they was running all over the Jets. Like and the Jets have a formidable front seven, bro. They was but, running but, 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 all but, but, hold on. over them. There is a thing about that East Coast to West Coast uh, trip. Nobody does well. Cause that game was what at like, like ten nine o'clock. No, no, no. It was the New four York, o'clock game. So, so, so that's like a night game in New York. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was the four o'clock. It wasn't a late. It was like, like I said, it was a night game in New York. So, I mean, and then it got Mike White back. So, I mean, you know, ah. that's, yeah, Mike. It wasn't. It wasn't Wilson who played that game. It was Mike White. Man, and he threw like I think two or three interceptions. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Nobody it, wants to see the Seattle Seahawks because their future is more muddled than Lions. People want to see it, but the Lions, I said this on Facebook, the Lions have to sleep in that shitty-ass bed they made. Like, they are the reason why. They lost to the Seahawks because the Seahawks didn't punt. They lost to the Eagles when they should have beat the Eagles. They the ones who who turned the ball over four times in Dallas. They the ones who gave up nine hundred yards in Carolina. This is the bed that they have to lie in. So they have exp- exceeded their everybody's expectations. However, we can't move the goalposts with our team. So yeah, I no, hundred percent. I, I thought they were going to be. So a seven win team, they're already at an eight win team. If they can make it to nine wins, we're already playing with house money, like I said. However, I cannot, I'm tired of Green Bay. It's like the Alabama factor in, in college football. We need some new blood in the NFC North. As you can see, the Minnesota Vikings are built on a motherfucking dream. They are built on something that they, they're going to crash and burn. And I'm a love to see that because I'm I'm tired of seeing that skull shit. And I've only noticed it one one year. 
when they're out here doing that skull looking like thriller video, I I'm like, what is this? I haven't even noticed this. This is terrible. This is the whitest shit I've ever seen in my life. So with that being said, the playoffs, it said we got a 17% chance. Actually, it said that the Green Bay Packers have the highest percentage. To, to make the playoffs. Yeah, because if they win, they win. Because they beat the Seahawks. If yeah, they, they beat the Seahawks. We lost to the Seahawks. Yeah, so, so, like I said, that is know, the bed They we control their destiny. So, yeah. Go beat um, the Yeah, so what we, uh, so we going? We going uh, thoughts on the draft? What are we talking about? Yeah, we can, because we're going to talk about the Green Bay game after that. But so, with Baker Mayfield out here, Joe Montana, our fucking pick. Where now they are at seven at this point. Um, I know, I think, are I you think, looking at give me, a? Give me a second. I think it's. I think they're at six. Hold on. Are we at six now? Hold on. Give me two seconds. Yes, we're we're the sixth pick. Okay, sixth pick. Yeah. Jalen Carter's out of there. Yes. I don't. It, Will Anderson's out of there. Yep. The quarterbacks that fictitiously. They're gonna be gone unless okay, you got so, Will Levis. So okay, it's, so it's look, terrible. so let's just play it out. Like this is this is me in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Houston, Bryce, mm-hmm. Chicago, Will, mm-hmm. Seattle. I Gino's not Jaylen the end Carter, answer, bro. Huh? They saying Jalen Carter for Seattle. You think? No, I'm just saying I've been no, looking no, at, at no, I, but I think personally because of the fact that Geno Smith isn't the answer, I think Seattle takes Stroud. Why is he not the answer though? He's not. He's not. Gino. Gino Smith. He got more yards than than uh than golf, bro. He he's got. Uh, okay, so you have a running game and a defense that's solid. He's only got about th- two or three more years left. Why not sit a, a top quarterback behind him? To How does Gino? Gino like, like Gino. If I'm not mistaken, is that like in his like thirties. Hold on. Is he? Yeah, Gino. Gino Gino's with the Jets, old. bro. Remember when Gino was with the Jets? He's 32. Uh, so Gino, dang, Gino, 32. 32, years old. bro. Oh, man. And he ain't brushed his hair one day in his life. <laughs> dang. I did not know Gino Smith was 32. Yeah, bro. Okay. He was drafted in 13. Damn. Yeah, bro. So, so, so let's just, you know, okay. Let's say Seattle. I think they would take Stroud to sit him behind Gino mm-hmm. because you're not going to. Here's the thing he's not utilizing Metcalf and Lockett like he should. Yeah. So I think they go quarterback. Sit him Stroud, Stroud would be Stroud would look good there. He would. He would. Arizona. Arizona takes uh uh Jalen because they need help on the defense. I don't think they're gonna go any. I mean, I could because they're losing Watt. I think they're gonna take uh-huh. go defense, right? Indianapolis, they're taking a quarterback, so it's probably gonna be Will Levis. And that's where we at five there. That's five, and then we're next. So either we're gonna get Miles Murphy. We don't need no uh, more edges. Okay, well then if you want to go D line, you want to go his Breezy. his counterpart Breezy. Yeah. So so at six, we're still gonna get a D lineman, right? And then because I think drafting the the only quote unquote corner that you could draft that high is Ringo. I'm not drafting Ringo. Is Ringo at six. coming out? Yeah, he coming out. Okay. And then. If you go down the pick, we got 17. 17, either Christian Gonzalez, uh, Cam Smith should be there. 
and you know I'm a Cam Smith fan. I'm a Cam Smith, 100% Cam Smith I'm, If we can get interior defense alignment and a corner, I'm happy. I listened to a pod uh, before we started recording today, and everybody – so so this ah, – I want to get the name of the pod. I forgot it, but um, – he was saying that our linebackers are mid as fuck. And he was talking about Rodrigo like he's just mid. Um, and they want to have Barnes come off the bench. So where are you with our linebacker play? Because Anzalone is not on our timeline. Um, I think if we can, we could probably get um... – would you be mad if we got Sewell in the uh in in, in the uh our second pick? No, I mean no. Yes, I would. It's too high. That's too high for him. That's too that's too high for him. I'd rather okay. have because of the fact that he's better in space. I would love to have uh Henry two o two o two o two. Is that how you? Pronounce oh, from it? Alabama. Yeah, I would rather have him because I believe that's where we get exposed the most is our linebackers in space. So if mm-hmm. I had a hammer and one guy who can be in space, I'm good with that. I'm 100% okay. good with that because we saw how Deshaun Elliott helps in uh, run support. We saw how Akuda helps in run support. So to have that linebacker to chase a running back and not a safety that has the speed to handle that, I would prefer. Um, but taking – because they don't have – like I'm looking at a mock draft right now. Sewell's supposed to be a second rounder. He's not a first rounder. Ah. Where they got him? Like yeah. they got him going high second. Yeah, high second to like uh, what I'm looking at right now. They got him high second um to Seattle right now. Okay, okay. So, um, like I just like he could say like whoever that person is, they could like they can say that we're mid. The only thing that we are missing is a speedy linebacker. It's not like we've got linebackers that can hit. We've got linebackers that can can check the running back out of the backfield, but not something to where if the linebacker's left on the island with a running back that he could just like, hey, drop back in coverage. And no hey, hold on. And I'm not saying this needs to be a every game, every down type thing, but Justin Houston dropping back in coverage and closing on You mean James Houston? James Houston, I'm sorry. James oh, no, Houston. no, no. That was great. That was great, bro. That was oh, great. my God. His closing speed is corner-worthy. The bro. way he closed, uh, knocking the ball out of um, mm-hmm. Fields' hand, and mm-hmm. when he closed on him to get that UFC tackle, I was like, oh, he shot out of a cannon. When he decides where he's going, I haven't seen a defensive end move that fast. And this is not me being biased. This is me watching a lot of football. No, he's no his closest speed. He, he legit might be the fast. Like his zero to sixty for D end is ridiculous. Yeah, because the thing is with Justin Fields, Justin Fields didn't have enough time to shimmy shake him. Yeah, like that was the thing. Like he he, he closed like, speed before he can decide how he was gonna move. Yeah, he he, he beelined to to Justin Fields, and that was. That was impressive. And then, like you said, on the strip sack, well, first of all, Justin Fields was carrying that shit like it was a loaf of bread from the grocery store. It was. He was just like, "Uh uh-huh. But the wherewithal for for Houston to come back and strip that out, oh, my God. Like, like, like I told you, I think I said in the the group chat, 
we might have the two bookend DNs that will reign terror on the NFC North that we have to decide who we're going to pay depending on their season. We can pay both, though. But Romeo is going to be out of there. But next year, bro, our defensive end, because they've already paid Romeo, so he's going to be there. This is going to be... Oh, man, this is going to be nice. Um, these are first world problems that we're going to have next year. And I like that they were the media darlings next year. And te- I've had people calling me saying, I am rooting for your team. And I said, you're a year early. And this is going to be where they're going to start hating my team because they're going to start whooping up on teams that it's all cute and shit when when we're, we're a nice little story, but y'all still win. Nah, nah. It, this is gonna be different when you go to Philly and then you knock them off, and they like, ah, where y'all come from? I hate Detroit. Like this is where it's headed because I said it, and and people were laughing at me because Michigan State was be, still beat Michigan, and I said, man, the storm is brewing. Like I saw what was being built. Now nah, they can't beat a motherfucking playoff team, but. When it comes to Detroit and how this team is being constructed, you want your team starting off with um, your lines, and our mm-hmm. offensive line is solid. Our I do say I do think we need another guard, though. I will say this: like, no, we one we of the def- picks, I can't even say we, how long we still got Big V. I thought you said two years. Remember, I asked you this question. Yeah, yeah, we had we tried this conversation before, and we do need a guard, but you don't have to have a guard in the first round. No, 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 no. But I say it like one of the picks. Remember, I said like, hey, the whole year should be like the whole draft should be defensive. I was like, wait, if we can get like either a top tier like we need two offensive players. Yeah. So if if, and and this other draft I'm seeing, they've got us drafting another freaking tight end out of uh, Iowa, and I wanted to no screen. Yeah, bro. No, we need a guard and we need a a running back. Yep, agreed, 100%. We need a guard and we need a running back. Um, Evan Evan Brown is not – he's better coming off the bench as your your backup guard slash center. I like him in that role. He is not a starter. Big V, I liked him as a starter, but I don't like the money he's getting paid. He can go. Give me Mm -hmm. a young dog to go with the other young dogs and – I want Decker to retire a Detroit Lion. Really? I I never thought you would say that. I never thought I I would say it until I dived into his backstory and how he wants to be in Detroit and see us win. And when when he signed, I don't know if you saw this interview when he said when he signed his his extension he got hurt the next week. But he didn't want anybody to think he made the money and quit on the team. So he played with like a torn labrum or something for the rest of the season just to show the show the fans that he didn't just steal the money. Torn labrum? It ended in your chest, the, the labrum? Yes. So I'm sitting here like, you cared what we thought and we still was losing? Like, when I heard that, I was like, dang, man, dude, care. So when he when you see him, you see Panay because Panay get hyped just just oh, in general. Yeah. yeah. But when you see Decker come out, this dude ride for the city like for real. Like he's probably because he's been there through thick and thin. 
He was a high a high pick. We've sucked since he's been here. He's seen a little bit of win sprinkling, but he's been there. I want to see him win, and I want to see him stay. I don't think I think he may not break the bank his next his next contract because they're gonna have to pay Panay. And I think we're gonna lose some pieces because he's drafting so good. You can't keep all these good players. It's just not oh no, happen. you can't no. But we do not have just a GM. money wise, yes. You we do have a GM that that can figure it all out. So at our 60th minute, the truth is coming out. What is because I know I know uh Ortez his his normal uh predictions. How much we winning by? Well, first, do you want me to do a recap or you want to go ahead and get into the prediction real quick? Oh, shoot. Go ahead and do a recap. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a recap for the week just for all those who didn't watch all the games. Uh, Thursday night we had on the Amazon Prime, we had the Dallas Cowboys go to the Tennessee Titans and the Cowboys whooped on them 27 to 13. They were that missing everybody, time. by the way. What was that? Tennessee was missing everybody. Oh, yeah. Look, Derrick Henry wasn't playing in that game. So the Cowboys were 27 to 13. Uh, Dak Prescott threw two touchdowns uh, for 282. Uh, CD Lamb had a buck in the air um, as the Cowboys win 27 to 13. Uh, next, oh my God, I was hoping to God that the the this game would turn out a different way, but the Atlanta Falcons held on at the end with a last minute field goal. They beat the Carolina Pan, uh, Carolina. I mean, ugh, the Arizona Cardinals 20 to 19, which we saw David Blau, the former third string quarterback for the Detroit Lions, start up. For the Arizona Cardinals, but the Falcons won that 20 to 19. Uh, next, we go out west to uh, Kansas City, where the Kansas City Chiefs held on to uh, uh, over the Denver Broncos 27 to 24 after the game. Um, uh, Sierra Wilson cried like a little baby um, as he saw <laughs> Patrick Mahomes be a real quarterback as he threw for 328 and three touchdowns. Uh, next, we go over to New England, which was a thriller. We had the Patriots winning 23 to 21 against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Mac Jones had 203 and two touchdowns um, as they beat the Miami Dolphins to force the Dolphins out of the playoff picture as of yet. So now the Patriots are in that seventh spot right now. Okay. Uh, next, we go over to New York, the, uh, the, the Meadowlands or the MetLife, where the Giants pounced the, uh, the Colts to secure a, um, a playoff seed, 38 to 10. Giants Daniel Jones, I believe. Right Daniel Jones went for four touchdowns, two in the air and two on the ground as they win 38 to 10. Next, we go out to Philadelphia where <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Sims is having the coldest, coldest take saying that if uh, 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 Gardner Minshew was the quarterback of the Eagles, that that, that offense will be uh, – uh, let's just say the offense would still be humming. Well, guess what? They weren't as they've lost their, uh, if I'm not mistaken – second game in a row mm -hmm. um, to the Saints, 22-10. Next, we go down to Florida and Tampa Bay where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took on the uh, Carolina Panthers, and the Carolina Panthers just basically shit the bed as in the fourth quarter, Tampa Bay scores 20 points, and they win 30-24. to Tom Brady went for 432 and three touchdowns, and Mike Evans had a game, 10 catches, 207 for three touchdowns as the Buccaneers win 30-24. to How do you feel about the um, dad bod in the Carolina quarterback position? Fuck Sam Darnold. Anyway. <laughs> He's just balling, bro. Hey, hey, dad bod has been balling, but fuck him. 
I don't care because he ruined, <laughs> he ruined my Christmas. Anyway, next we go over to Washington where Ron Rivera didn't know if his team lost. They were out of the playoffs. But as the Cleveland Browns decided to pounce on them 24 to 10, Deshaun Watson threw for a buck 70 for three touchdowns. And Nick Chubb had 204 on the ground with Amari Cooper getting two of those three touchdowns from Deshaun Watson. Could this be the start of Watson in Cleveland? You think he had a, got, got rubbed out real quick so he came in and had a good game? You think that's what yeah, it was? Yeah, you know, hey, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, they need to get them some legal masseuses who will legally go down on him. <laughs> you stupid, now, man. Now, I will say, Ron Rivera not knowing that they were eliminated is wild. It, beyond wild, bro. Beyond wild. <laughs> that interview was crazy. Uh, next, we go down to uh, Yoland, lay of the land. The Houston Texans, they, they lay an egg against the Jaguars. And, and here's the thing. Let, let me just sidebar for everybody. The fact that we beat so many playoff teams might be the only caveat that I get a little bad if we don't make the postseason. But mm-hmm. the Jacksonville Jaguars win 31-3. They are now leading the AFC South with a, a essential playoff game against the Titans this weekend. But uh, uh, they're having a, a field day. Uh, Travis Etienne with four buck away and a touchdown in that win for the Jaguars. Next, Hold on. Before, you, before you, you, you start up, who do you think having a better rebuild, Detroit or Jacksonville? Um, I'm simply going to say Detroit because it wasn't expected. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. Damn. One Man, that's a coin flip. That's a coin flip, bro. They yeah. got, that's a coin flip because the thing is, like, for example, ETN was hurt all last year. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know what you had at running back. Mm-hmm. You didn't have – because Marvin Jones came over this year, right? Uh-huh. And Zay Jones is a rookie, right? I believe, right? Kurt – or was it Christian Kurt? He bothered and now a little Kirk bit. came over too. So yeah. Kirk Jones and then Zay Jones is a rookie. Ingram came so this year too. They had all that money that they spent. Yeah, yeah. And then so, uh, what's, what's the what's the uh um offensive lineman they picked up to the left left tackle? Oh, uh, they traded him from um man, I can't think of his name. But yeah, they 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 bought their way into where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how long that's gonna last versus we built it. If that makes sense. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got everybody on our team that's contribute. Yeah. Like, we got everybody on our team on either, like, friendly contracts or rookie deals. Mm-hmm. Whereas they pretty much bought everybody. So, I mean, okay. so right now I'm being a little bit biased with, with us. But because they're going to make the playoffs, their instant their rate of return is, is better than ours. Yeah. So, okay. I'll give them the nod in regards to that. So, uh, next we go out west to uh, Las Vegas where that game broke. Did you, did you watch this game? The Raiders mm-hmm. versus uh, 49ers? No, bro. But I, first I, of I all, saw that. Go ahead. Christian McCaffrey sent this freaking corner. Oh, I seen like, that. Oh, he sent him to the moon. Yeah, he oh, ran his ass. Literally truck truck the living shit out of him. But him and uh Devontae Adams had a game, man. And even Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham for threw for three sixty five, three touchdowns. Two of them went to Devontae Adams. He had a buck fifty three. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a buck twenty one on the ground with a touchdown. But um, he uh. The uh, excuse me, the 49ers winning overtime 37 34. They could have won it in a regular, uh, regular scrimmage, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Robbie Gould missed the uh, kick at the end of the the the, the game, but then they're uh, redeeming himself in overtime. So that's how that fell. What do uh, you think the 49ers w- gonna do with their uh, with Brock Purdy and Trey? They have they a dilemma gonna, on their hands, they're gonna trade their first round pick for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it's looking like it. I mean, look, he can look. He can retire. They're gonna trade. They're gonna get rid of two quarterbacks for Mister Irrelevant. Yeah. That is the 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 um the news the news headlines. Like right it's probably they right. they probably gonna trade Garoppolo in the first for Aaron Rodgers. I bet you. Oh, I, so- bet, <laughs> yeah, I bet you, bro. Get I his ass you. out of here. Whatever it I takes. I bet you. Like because the thing is, man. Like because if I'm not mistaken, was it him or was it Brady that wanted to go to the 49ers? What they did they both want to go to the 49ers in different years? I could have swore I read something about that. But anyway, let me just go ahead and finish this recap real quick. So uh, Seahawks, uh, they they hold ground at the crib, 23 to 6 against the Jets, eliminating the Jets. Uh, Kenneth Walker, uh, the third, had a buck 33 on the ground. He was running like a madman. K9 is real, ladies and gentlemen. He might be uh, the rushing leader probably in the next two years. Uh, bookmark that. Uh, next, we saw the abysmal uh, beatdown of the uh, the Vikings as they lose to the Green Bay Packers, forty one to seventeen. And it's funny because Kirk Cousins had more yards than Aaron Rodgers. They only they they really lost because of the defense and the special teams showed up that game. So, but anyway, the Packs win forty one to seventeen. Next, we go out uh, the Battle of L.A. We had the Chargers topping the Rams 31 to 10. Thank you, Justin Herbert, for doing your job, even though Cam Hakers had a buck 23 on the yard. But Herbert had uh, two touchdowns as they win 31 to 10. Austin Eckler had a, a ridiculous 72 mm-hmm. yard run. Um, his legs, his hips and legs look so stiff as he's flying nah, past people. It's exactly weird. His running bro, style is weird. But he be moving, bro. He and then moves. lastly, Lastly, we had the Steelers with a comeback win as uh, Justin Pickett, I mean, uh, Kenny Pickett throws a touchdown with like, I think, I think it was like 13 or 14 seconds left in the game um, in the fourth um, as they win 16 to 13 over the Lamar Jackson um, Ravens to hold on to their playoff hopes. Lamar played? Uh, uh, no, no, the Marless. Oh, okay. It was Hudley. Hudley played. Mark Andrews still had a buck, uh, 100 receiving, and then uh, Najee Harris had uh, one, 111 on the ground. But the Steelers win 16 to 13. And as everyone knows, um, if you didn't know, the game in Cincinnati has been postponed because of what we talked about earlier with mm-hmm. uh, our brother Hamlin. So uh, let's flip it back over to our predictions. So, mm-hmm. assuming that Vinny already spoke for me, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Vinny. Um, oh, <laughs> so you going to, we, we, we get the dub and uh, the thing. Look, look, look. Because of the fact that. Like, okay, no, no, no. You know what? It's going to be a tie. <laughs> it's just just our luck. It's going to be a tie. And we're going to keep every. Uh, we're all going to, like, be out of it. And you're just going to let Seattle just walk in. It's going to walk in. That's what is going to happen. Hey. That's, listen here. No. Oh, hey. So imagine if we tied and Seattle freaking lost. How would that go? I don't still think, I think we don't do, get in. I think we are. No, we I do think, get in because of, I think of the regular season win against Green Bay. So if we tie and the Seattle Seahawks win, I mean lose, we still get in because oh, we, we beat them have, earlier. Oh, we would. Oh, that would be nice. Because 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 assuming that so so if we tie Green Bay and we Washington have a win and, and a Washington tie. win, we would have a win against Washington and Green Bay, and we and have get a better it over. But anyway. Together. Yeah. So uh, sorry, guys. You know me. I'm fantasy. I'm a scenario guy. But no, I think we'll win by three. They, I'll just call it like that. We win by three with the rest. I think, I think that, and I I'm not usually I'm usually the pessimist, but I really feel that the torch is going to be passed. 
to the best team in your future NFC North. I like that. I don't I like think that, I like that. I don't think Minnesota got too many legs to stand on with a 34-year-old Kirk Cousins. Who thought Kirk Cousins was 34, but we forgot he spent 27 years in Washington. So I feel that Detroit, the Detroit Lions are your future king of the north. The king of the north. And this will be your your um Jordan passing it to the to Cope. This is that type of season where the team of destiny. Now I don't know if we will win. I don't think we will win and get in the playoffs because I think that the Seahawks got too easy of a game to lose in Seattle versus Baker Mayfield and the hapless LA Rams. But I do think that Green Bay is going to run wild and still lose because our offense is going to steal home. Because no matter no matter how bad the field was in Carolina, I think that the stakes were too high for our young team at the time. But now they don't have nothing to play. Like they're gonna have nothing to play for but, but just to also, go by the kneecap. Are, isn't in Green Bay, isn't that natural turf? It's yes. Artificial. The, oh, then in the in the fields, not the fields not because you always see grass stains all over the place in, in uh Green Bay. Like they always playing and somebody got grass stains all in their back. Um they play on real field a real field. Um Okay. I do think that our running game is coming together. And our team is healthy, and as a whole, yeah, that yeah, yeah. You I mean, never see few- as healthy as we are this season at the end of the season. And what did Dan Campbell say? I okay, need y'all to trust me. I need y'all to trust me. And I listened to his press conference today. Guess who was in full pass last Thursday? The Detroit Lions. Because he said we need to get back to basics on week 16 on a Thursday and then full pads. This man is changing the culture. I totally appreciate it. And it is something that is needed. But he is going to coach his ass off culture-wise with the team. Because this he they, they say he's the offensive uh Mike Vrabel. Um and he doesn't need to do the X's and O's, but he gets you to run through. I said what I said today, he going to have them running through vibranium on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. You got he, – he he already get them running through a brick wall on Sunday uh, afternoon. But on Sunday night, you still got him and your, your mind – on a Sunday night, dun, 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 dun. Oh, let bro, me I run it through a brick wall. Like that's going to, that is going to happen. This, this is, I, I feel it, man. I feel it in my bones. This is going to catapult us into next year when we play a second place uh, schedule, and we are going to be favored yeah, in e- a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, with finishing second place, you get an easier schedule, don't you? No, you get a second second place schedule. 
We had our easiest schedule because we were in fourth place last week, last year. Oh, so we okay. played a fourth place schedule. So like we played the Jacksonvilles and we played, we played all of the NFC East. But when you play your cross, your games that you don't play, like the Jacksonvilles and the um, NFC West teams, we played Seattle because they were a fourth place team. So now we're going to play uh, second yeah. place teams next year. But I feel that we're going to be favored in a lot of games. I'm pretty sure we're going to get a Monday night football game. We may get a Sunday night football game next year. And it's going to catapult us in the MCDC um, tenure. So I do appreciate that. I'm going to say we get a dub. And I don't usually do that. So um, for Tez, because we're going to get on up out of here. Um, like, rate, subscribe. Irk and Jerk. Sports. Um, on all your platforms, on on uh, Apple Pod, on Spotify, Juju B, or whatever Keith be talking about, um, all of the podcast platforms. Um, I hope this will catapult us also because the better the Lions are, the more ears that people want to hear. So everybody who listens to this pod, um, go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mama. That Irk and Jerk Sports, uh, bow, Irk and Jerk Sports exclamation point is back at it. And we'll see y'all next week um, to talk about our last game of the season, the regular season, and hopefully talk about a playoff game. But for myself and for Tez, Irk and Jerk Sports, we yeah. out. Uh, Irk and Jerk Podcast. Podcast.